Hello, everyone, and welcome to Edge Talk Radio. My name is Angela Zabel. That's me, and I am here with Eliana, the star traveler, and we are going to be talking about soul consciousness, and I can't wait. She's from British Columbia, Canada. She's the author, and she has so much more. So just a little bit about me. I have connected with spirit my entire life. I'm working with the team on the other side in the non-physical, and sharing messages from a multitude of different realms with people. I'm a teacher, coach, medium, radio show host, writer, gallery reader, speaker, and I offer online and private group sessions and classes. And you can go on my website, angelazable.com. I work with people all throughout the world. Check out more about me, and I hope you enjoy the ride on there. And then you can also find me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and Edge Magazine, and lots of other places. So go ahead and check me out on angelazable.com. And then Edge Magazine, who is where we're going through right here, is the leading events and media resource dedicated to all aspects of holistic living, health, and wellness, and the mysteries beyond. Sharing information, wisdom, and resources committed to promoting businesses, organizations, and individuals who support our collective journey to wholeness and balance. You can find out more about them at edgemagazine.net. And tonight, Eliana, I am so happy to have you on here. She is the star traveler, star traveler. She is a Native American shaman, psychic, crystal healer, energy healer, past life regression, and soul practitioner, hypnosis practitioner, remote viewer, and an Akashic Records reader. She is a successful self-published author on Amazon of a book called Crystal Grids, The Art of Healing with Crystals. And this book teaches various crystal healing modalities and how to work with crystal grids in order to manifest your, your success and achieve your goals in life. She is also the author of a new book titled Messages from the Star Traveler Research Archive Volume 1 that's self-published recently. And you can find out more about that through, I believe it's through Amazon and also through her website. So make sure to check that out. And for those of you looking, make sure to check out her website, the Star Traveler Messages, because there is so much information on there. Oh my gosh, you're going to spend hours on her website. So much great information. And through the self-hypnosis protocols, she was able to learn much about the secret space program experiences, being an SSP uh, asset, working on the Mars bases for the planetary corporations in the cyber um, cybernetics labs, creating biological drug serums, biological human cyborgs, the neural link implants and operating regenerative technologies that are the holographic medical pods and the med tech units. And through doing past life regression, she has learned that she is an EL Andromedan Palladian hybrid who is a star traveler. And the EL race of extraterrestrials are the 12th dimensional beings who embody both the female and the male forms. And they're able to change their biology to look like different beings and change the form of their bodies. This race of beings can also change matter on a biological scale and they have bio-living light ships that they travel in. And the EL races are negotiators and they help to bring peace to different planetary systems and prevent wars on galaxies. We need that. <laughs> <laughs> and throughout her entire life, she has recall memories of experiencing being having reptilian abductions, especially during her mid-20s, where she had been taken into underground bases in Europe, where her blood and immune system has been experimented on, on the nanite technologies, 
to try and kill her, yet she survived and is now disclosing what happens. She's she on so for those of you who haven't listened in, check out the the program we did just before this, where we talked about extraterrestrials, the contact, everything that happens there. Check out that program. So much great information. And because of all of that information she has gleaned, today we are going to be talking about soul consciousness. So make sure to check out more about her on Star Traveler Messages on her her, um, website and also on Awakening Cosmic Reality Show on YouTube. So much great information on there. So Eliana, I am so happy to have you here and I am so excited. How did you get started in the soul consciousness aspect? I've I've been working on energetics, like reading, soul readings, doing soul readings for the last eight years, um, reading the soul field of people, reading soul signatures of people. And I have my own YouTube show. I do a little bit of podcasting, interviewing, and then just presentations. So every time someone comes on my show, I will do a soul scan of them, who they are on the soul level, because you could do a background check. That's important, too, when you have somebody you're interacting with, working with, connecting to, because you you want to protect your own reputation and those of your guests and the audience, who the audience is connecting with on the show. I, I do a basic search. I always search the person to make sure they're up and up above board, you know, don't have any anything that is in their past, present. But I also do a soul scan, like I do a deep signature scan on the soul frequency, the soul energy of what their soul field holds about them. And that tells me if they're the most genuine person, if they're telling the truth about themselves, if they hold integrity and honor in the soul field, because that's a vibrational frequency, how it looks like. It looks healthy. It looks like a good color. It looks like a good frequency and it looks balanced. But sometimes someone might be imbalanced on the soul frequency and that shows. It even shows their actions, what they've been doing, how they've been operating on the physical field and the energetic field. So when you're working with that soul, you know, doing that soul scan on people, I think that's very interesting. And I think it's also something very interesting for people to learn more about. And tapping back into that soul scan, when you come across people that are maybe not of the up and up or aren't quite telling the truth, how does that soul scan look? What is is the difference between that and someone who is on the up and up? So on the up and up, I see pure light. I see pure frequency. I see a balanced soul field that is not contaminated by anything impure. Those that have an imbalanced field, if they've been into something really corrupt, dangerous, I often will see what they've been doing, like literally see the, the, the sequence of the events that they've been involved with physically, on the physical level, on the energetic and the soul field. Like, um, can I be frank here and honest? Absolutely. That's what this show is all about. <laughs> I was I was considering an, a person who said that they were in the SSP, that they were a Navy whistleblower. The story sounded interesting, very interesting. 
but they were hyper-focusing on rescuing children from the underground facilities and sending them off world to be healed with extraterrestrials, hyper-focusing every 10 minutes, repeating, saving the children, saving the children. And this is the first thing my ability sort of tapped into on the soul field. And what I got was not saving the children, abusing the children. And they had a pedophilic profile. And I saw this, and, and they also do weird things with adults, like in their own deprived weird behaviors, you know. They do stuff with adults as well. So I looked at this, I'm like, okay, I'm not inviting this person on my show. They are, they're not in balance in their energy. They're not in balance with who they purport to be. Because people in the Navy do not do these things. They just don't. They're above board. The naval officers are respectful. They honor. They serve. They protect. They do not abuse people. They do not do bad things to children. So this person was obviously not in the Navy. They were not who they were claiming to be. Not an officer. And eventually, two months later, all of this was exposed for exactly what I saw. And I think... Publicly. I think that's something people should really pay attention to. Like you said, when they kept mentioning that same aspect over and over again, when someone has to um, completely say and like try to build themselves up in certain aspects, I think that's a big red flag for people to look out for. And for you to tap into more of that soul consciousness part of them, I think is so very important because there are people out there that aren't on the up and up and are trying to move through things to make like life difficult to serve their own needs. And that's the one thing I think soul consciousness i think people don't realize that soul consciousness is is honoring our own soul honoring ourselves when we're working with people when we're dealing with people and for you and i for me i've been doing a lot of sessions lately where people have been they've been kind of less than other people and been held down in their own aspect where they have believed other people's stories. And sometimes it's physically, emotionally, and a lot Mm -hmm. of times emotionally held down. And the soul consciousness is really, I think, kind of bursting free to say, I'm not going to be held down anymore. I'm not going to believe other people's stories. And I'm going to push back. And that's something I think that is a a more difficult situation. It's not that I want to push back, but how do you do it? So for you looking at a soul consciousness to do it on a a level that's going to serve people, what is a way that people can speak up and speak their mind, but not take them down energetically? Well, if you've had somebody speaking inappropriately about you or saying things about you that are not true, address it in the most respectful way possible if you need to address it. Say, this is what happened. This is my side of it. I'm not attacking anybody. I'm just sharing my side of the story. You could do it in written form. You could do it in a video response, but you stay neutral. You don't mention the other person's name. You don't go into ego. You don't go into attack mode. You respond with, I didn't say things this way. This is not what I said. 
Those were not my words. This is what really happened. You speak your honest truth, speak from your own integrity. I recently had somebody who said some weird things about me and took something from a text that was sent in private and used in a totally different context than what it really was. And I responded back with, I looked into the soul field of this person. They're not in 100% integrity because there's ego, there's a power struggle, there's an imbalance in that person's soul who spoke all those things about me in public. And I'm like, I'm not going to speak back about them. I'm just going to look into their soul capacity and soul signature. And this is what I see. And I talked about that in a video, what I saw in a chameleon type of a soul signature. They're able to mask their soul signature. So they, they everybody who sees them thinks they're in 100% integrity and honesty and honor when they have soul imbalances to work on. So I said that, I used that as an example of what I saw, but I didn't say anything about the individual themselves, who they are, what they do, what happened. What happened is they took my words out of context and misconstrued it to make me look like I'm the bad one when I'm not. There's two sides of the story to that. People only heard their side, but not my side. And I think that's something so important for people to realize they need to say their side, but to do it in a way where you're not attacking, you're not coming at someone, you're not blaming someone else. You're just saying, this is my side. Here's, here's my side. There's that side. You make your own opinion and go from there and being okay with that, but doing it in a non-confrontational way. And I think that's so important for people. Yeah, and you can have a bit of a struggle. How do you do it the right way? Because your energy is saying, it's like, I need to defend myself. I feel attacked. I feel blamed. I feel they're telling untruth about me. Then tell your own truth, your side of what what happened, but from a very neutral place where emotions are not bombarding you, where you're not saying something out of anger. You're just stating facts of what the reality was when you're in a balanced feel to actually respond. Don't respond right away when you're feeling things that are pushing you to give back a very bad response. That is inappropriate because anything you say right can be used against you in video, in audio, in text messages. It could be broadcast live like I learned. Something that was just innocent, misconstrued, but they can weave the story in their own clever way to make you sound and look bad. Just don't get triggered and respond to things that you think this is an injustice. I need to go and be the keyboard warrior and type, type, type. If 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 it looks triggering in what the other person is doing, don't even respond to that. Then nothing can be used against you or misconstrued or manipulated. Your words cannot be manipulated if you just don't respond to such things in the first place, both written or verbal or recorded. Just don't respond to it. Just leave it alone. Let it be. Let it go. And and if you feel like you're being triggered by someone or something and you need to give a response, but you're not sure how to do it, just take a recorder, voice recorder, take your cell phone, talk it out to yourself. Just record how you're feeling. Talk it all out. It's it's talk therapy, but in a healthy way you're, where you're getting all your emotions out on your own cell phone, but you're not sending that response to anyone. 
It's just on your cell phone, it's on your computer, but you're not using it in a form of retaliation against anybody else. You're just talking about yourself and your feelings about what happened with a specific situation, person, thing. You're, you're just getting all that emotion out so it's no longer sitting in your soul field, making you feel bad. You're releasing it. You're doing healthy release. And I think that's so important because honestly, so many people, th- this energy is here. The, the, the energy is here helping us move forward, helping us step into our whole personal power and understanding our soul is so much more than what we thought it was before. And in, when we're doing that, that means there's people that are going to see you accomplishing that and moving yourself forward that are going to attack you in different ways. And I'm just saying attacking, I'm talking about in so many different relationships, whether this is a family relationship, a work relationship, or just a friend relationship, people you know, and people you might not know might be coming after you, because this energy is all about shifting and changing and moving and it's bringing things to the surface. Our souls are here, making sure that we're coming out and putting ourselves equal to everyone else where a lot of us and I was guilty of it myself of being feeling less than other people putting myself last putting everyone else in front of me and putting myself now where I don't do that and when I do that it doesn't always fare well (laughs) because other people are expecting you to still go back down and when you don't it's a whole different dynamic and when you talked about emotions I think emotions are so important to leave those emotions out. What's your recommendation for people to release those immediate emotions? Well, calm down, center and ground and balance yourself the way I had that experience three months ago with that person in, in, in the comments, you know, I, I thought what they were saying was rude and inappropriate. And I, and I responded, I said, you're creating a toxic environment this is not right, da, da, da. I shouldn't have responded at all, but I did. And three months later, it was misconstrued and misused against me. Okay, what am I going to do about this? Am I going to just let this go, release it calmly, let this go, do that keto effect where you just don't say anything, you don't respond, you just release and let it go. I thought about it. I spent a few days just calming down, relaxing, doing that voice talk, doing that release talk, recording that, working through it. And then I realized, you know, I still feel like there's a bit of an injustice in this whole imbalance situation. So I wrote an article about what honestly, truly happened, my side of what happened, because what happened, happened. And I posted that and people were very, it was received with kindness and respect. People were like, you did the right thing, describing this just the way it happened. And I said, this is honestly what happened, my side of it. But then I did a video about the types of soul personalities and soul signatures that somebody can have and used a few examples of what I had encountered. Reading that person's soul who had done you know, the weird stuff on the internet, that weird talk. And I discovered they have their own things in their soul that needs to be balanced better. They have their own stuff to work 
on because they say they're beyond reproach, 100% integrity, 100% honor and authenticity. Not so much because what I saw in their soul field, they have stuff to work on as well. And that's for them to do. But it's in the video. It's been addressed. I sort of mentioned what I found, but without naming the person's name, without going into detail, not attacking them. It's, it's an ability that I have to read soul signatures. And I explained what I can do, what can, some examples of soul signatures and what a soul reading can reveal. Can reveal past lives. It could tell you a lot about what, what's going on in your current life, your galactic stuff, if you're connected to any galactic beings, extraterrestrials, archangels. It can tell you about your own higher self, your intuitive aspects. So soul reading, soul field frequency, and soul signature, it's like a mini Akashic record of who you are. So can you, because some, some people might not understand, and so what is the keto and also the Akashic? Just give a little uh, definition behind both of those so people understand a little bit more. So a keto is the principle of energetically balancing things out and just letting it slide, letting it go, not responding to something with anger, with force, with hate, just it's a pure energy of, you know what, I'm not reflecting back at you what you sent to me. I clear it, I dissolve it, and I release. That's the Aikido way of not responding back to somebody with, oh, I am responding tit for tat, like with like. Not responding in the same way. It is healthy boundary of release and letting go, but not responding at all. For me, I tried the Aikido way. I tried it. I sat with it for four days. So I decided to do half Aikido. A neutral response where I'm telling my honest truth, but I'm not blaming the person and I'm not doing anything harmful towards them. Very neutral response. This is what happened. I wrote about it. This is what I read in their soul signature as an example. But I, I, I chose to do it as a broader lesson. What is a soul reading? What are soul fields? What are soul signatures? To describe a soul signature, just use it using that as an example of a chameleon soul that can mask its own soul layers and present itself as what it is not to make itself look good to the public. That's what was in the soul, soul field, soul signature of this person. That's all I said, chameleon, and explained a little bit what that means. And this was acceptable to me as a neutral response, not blaming them, not harassing them, not talking bad about them, but a neutral response of the fact what's in their soul field, just that. And I think that's really important for people to understand is there's people, especially with this new energy, there's, there's, and not that they weren't there before, but with this is kind of bringing things to the surface where some people feel like you said, they have to work on things where they feel a lot of times they have to take things from someone because they don't feel that divine energy, that soul consciousness, their own soul. They don't see the strength within it and they feel they need to take it 
from someone else and understanding that and under and responding like you said not out of victimhood not out of anger but just this is how I look at it and being able to be very having those boundaries up there are so important and I think a lot of people don't even really know what their boundaries are that might be something that helps with the soul consciousness well I work with soul creator I do channeling with soul source creator on a soul level so source creator is somebody I channel quite a bit because I feel that pure creative energy and it comes from the soul. That's why I said soul creator first. It's source creator. It's the creator of everything. It's creation. It could, you can call it God. You could call it whatever you want. It's it's prime creator. There's several names for source creator. I just prefer source creator. And, and that energy was showing me a lesson. Honor yourself, respect yourself, and don't respond like to like. The same way the person publicly showed stuff about me they, that was in private. They shouldn't have even taken that stuff because it was in a private communication. It was not for public examination. It was a, it's just, I felt like I was in a toxic environment and I made a comment where I mentioned something. And it was misconstrued, just woven inappropriately. That was established. Yes, I said something, but it, they used that wording to make me look like I'm imbalanced, that I'm the weird one when I'm not. I'm perfectly sane and balanced in who I am. But that person is clever in how they talk and how they present themselves. And they can just manipulate the audience they can manipulate the soul field of who they are to make you think what they want you to think if you don't do a deeper check of a soul frequency there's people who have that ability they're chameleons they're soul maskers they can just change their soul layer to to make it look so good you believe them and that's something i think is really important is people being able to manipulate to make things make put you in a bad light and I'm talking like I said I've had so many sessions this week where people are consistently being put down by somebody so they're manipulating things and and in their environment to make it look like it's this person's fault and they're wanting to stand up and I like how you said don't go like for like you don't want to go with the same energy going back into it because then you are you are just You've kind of fallen into a trap and it's an energetic trap where they're kind of bringing you around and round and round and and the whole cycle continues you're working on stepping out of that by not answering like for like and i think that's so important yeah not engaging because i thought long and hard about my responses and my emotions were not balanced i noticed i don't want to engage in an unhealthy way as a response mechanism because that's not going to help me or others learn anything from this experience. So I waited, I thought about it, I tried a few ideas, nope, not working, that no, no, no. And then I, I said to myself, well, I have a warrior's energy field, I do, I am a warrior. And how can I do this in the most respectful, kind way, where I'm not saying anything bad about anyone. I'm just doing a teaching, learning video, and sharing a bit about these types of personalities, but not from 
a self-serving emotional field. So source creator said, just approach it as a half a keto compromise. Just don't let your emotions rule you or get in, in the way of explaining these types of souls, soul signatures, soul fields, soul, what you do in soul readings, just share the information from a neutral perspective and let people learn what they need to learn or not. It's okay. Just put it out there this way and that's it. That's all you need to do. So when you had talked about how you tapped into soul consciousness to help you kind of move through this, what are some ways that people can tap into this other, the soul consciousness to help them when you're having these difficult situations in your life? Tap intuitively into the soul field. If, if trust your gut feeling as well, if you're sensing something about a person, examine it on that energy frequency level. Don't talk bad to them. Don't bad mouth them. Don't answer immediately through being triggered. Don't, don't use words to immediately answer them. Think about it. Read their soul frequency. Just go on their energy field and intuitively read them to see what you're picking up about their soul frequency. Because you'll get how they're, they're feeling, what's driving them to say these words to you. Are they manipulating you? Are they trying to trigger you? What's the process behind the scenes of what's going on in your interactions? That's what you'll see in the soul field. And that's intuition. That's just intuitive ability. I love that you just trust your intuition, what you're feeling, and that remove yourself from the situation. Don't answer right away. Because things, I mean, look at the world around us. It, things are triggering just the general energy is kind of triggering and you don't want to step into that this is our time to rise above that and not be triggered no we don't need to be triggered and we can move through it without being triggered and as you started going through that what other consciousnesses have you been working with that are also helping like helping to evolve this soul consciousness is, is there certain ones that are really sticking out to you my higher selves, Janea and Miara. I trust the, I trust source creator and I trust Miara, Janea, but I also trust my friends, my closest friends who are intuitive. I asked a few people, what do you think about this that happened to me? And they came back with the same responses. And I went like, okay, trust those that you trust that will always have your back. Because friends are so important. The, the, the ones that care about you, they'll give you an honest answer about what they intuit is going on. And then you compare that to what, to what you yourself read from a soul signature. And, and verification can tell you a lot about what's going on. If you are connecting with the right people who you trust. Trust is so important. I think that's really important for people to realize is trust yourself. And when you need extra, like, I think I understand this, but I'm not quite sure to ask those around you and then culminate all that information. Don't just take it from one person or the other, but 
do a culmination and see how it fits intuitively. And that intuitive aspect of us, I think, is so very important for people to step into more and more as we go forward. Yeah, exactly. And I, I trusted the wrong person in the beginning. And trust yourself. If you don't feel like you can trust somebody, don't send them something. Don't share if you don't feel like you trust them completely. Or even look at why you don't trust them. So you don't share something you shouldn't. It works both ways because there's people you can trust who are your friends. Sometimes you have friends and acquaintances who might not understand what you're trying to share with them and misconstrue it in the wrong way and tell others about it behind your back. So you want to know who you can trust and who you can't energetically, energetically feel into it. I think that's really important to realize Sometimes when you have that feeling where I feel like kind of, I kind of look at it as levels of friendship or levels of acquaintances where some are you can share pretty much everything and other ones, mm-hmm. there's just levels to it. And, and to be, I really feel going forward and I want to know how you feel that there's some things as we are evolving at our soul consciousness level, that there's some things we really need to keep within our very small circle or to ourselves versus getting it out there to everyone. What's your thought on that? I agree completely. This is why I do those self-talks. I always, I, I have, I'm a person who believes in releasing things by looking in self-reflection of what happened to you and why, examining the situation, understanding all of its components from 360 degree field of vision, ability, energy, And also physicality, looking at it from a physical perspective, from the soul, from the energy and the physicality, and just giving myself the time to process what happened and why. And if I'm feeling emotions that, you know, I feel, oh my goodness, this wasn't just they they did this to me, that to me, I will talk it out. I will record it on the video or the voice thing on my phone. Because you have apps where you can record how you're feeling to get it all out there. And then you can listen back to it and say to yourself, wow, there's so much going on here. This is interesting. Because you might, in the heat of the moment, you might miss some things when you're in the process of just feeling emotion. But when you're calmer and you're releasing, but you've recorded what happened to you, you start to understand why you listen back to it and you're like, oh, there's so much more going on here than originally I thought there was. And you can address that too. And how you respond to somebody or don't respond. If you share it or don't share it. It really is based on some things shouldn't be shared. and Some things can be shared. It's up to you to decide the level of that factor. Do you find that when you're talking it through, like going through these emotions, do you find that you see those, uh, and I call it the like levels of victimhood that we kind of all carry a lot of times. And as we're moving through that, do you find the soul consciousness is actually letting go of the victimhood? How was your take on that? Yeah, I, I recorded myself three times when how I felt about this person 
exposing me or attacking me, whatever. Those were the emotions I felt. When I listened back to that, I felt like I was a whiny victim. It's like, um, that's not what I want to say to anyone. What I said on the audio recording, those that's a reflection of how I was feeling at the time when that situation happened. Instant emotional response. Ooh, I don't like this. Ooh, I want to just call them out. I just want to straight up go and call them out. No, it's not what you're doing, but you're expressing the emotion for what it is, for what you're feeling. And when you reflect back on it and listen backwards and you calm down, you're like, well, that's not how I want to respond. That's not appropriate. That's not going to solve anything. That's not going to help this. It might actually make it become worse. And then it becomes a cycle of weird exchanges on the internet that nobody wants to see or hear. So that's not how you respond. You respond with, well, what is the characteristics of this person? Why did they do this? I used it as, a, as an example of this personality type. That's all I did when I, you know, heard back what I was saying. I was talking about soul signatures and personalities. That's what I was discussing. So how can I use that example without the emotion involved? Woe's me. I was put into this mess. No, no more woe's me. I'm not in this mess. Nobody created a mess. This is nothing to even think about too much. How do you teach an approach from a neutral perspective and explain yourself well? I think that's so key for people to realize, to work through those emotions, work through that, you know, when for things, I call it when, when shit hits the fan at first, <laughs> at, first yeah. at first, like, oh crap, everything's going all, it's going everywhere. And then how to, how to just take a breath and, and work through it. And then you find that strength within you and to move through and see you're not a victim anymore. I think that's that power. I'm, and I, I can just see it in you as, you know, going, seeing where, how you felt at first and then seeing you just kind of gain that power and like, I, you know, knowing I can do this, I can handle it a different way through a whole different perspective. And I think that's something with the soul consciousness that's raising everywhere is yeah. amazing to see. Yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't uh, handle this from a fiery perspective. I didn't handle it from an overheated perspective. I calmed down. I even balanced those energies of that internal justice fire that I was feeling. I, I felt that way. I'm like, how dare these people do this? And I'm like, well, people do what they do anyways, because they have their own thoughts, perceptions, ideas. Their soul signature is what their soul signature is I don't have control over those people and what they do, but I do have a control over myself and how I respond and not respond. I think that, that's, yeah, that's yeah. huge. Knowing that you can't control anyone else's responses. You can't control what they think of you, but you can control how you respond for, to it or not respond to how, what they think of you. Definitely, I did not want to respond in the same example of manipulation, of pushiness, of dishonesty, of ego. I did not want to respond in that way. I don't want to use the same example as that person was in being that way, because that's not me. I don't want to be 
cleverly devious. I'm not interested in that energy of that soul signature. So how do I respond where I'm not a victim? I'm just sharing facts and telling my side of the story and the truth and honesty. I have nothing to be afraid of because there's nothing on me to be afraid of in the first place. So if I have nothing to be afraid about and I can honestly say what happened, that's what I did. And I think that's important for people to do for any situation they're in, especially when you're dealing with people who are trying to keep you down where you were before and now you're moving yourself through that and you're getting this they're blaming you for what's going on and knowing that all of us as we step through that and we stop believing the blame that's where that that power within us that soul consciousness I feel that's raising all around the world all of us as we're working through our personal aspects and I don't know for you do you feel that as people work through their own personal aspects it's actually raising the consciousness just by working on ourselves oh true so true yeah work on yourself I I can tell you this even from that person who I had this weird experience with I learned a lot from them I learned go beyond the soul level signature and dive deep into the soul frequency because I went deep into their soul frequency. And this is a, an ability that should be used with care. And it's an ability, it's a frequency, it's a power that I cannot misuse. I can only use it to see what's in the person's soul. And that's it. I don't go crossing boundaries. I don't dive deep into their secrets. That's not what I do. I just had to look at this soul personality for the sake of understanding what a chameleon soul signature looks like, what a soul masker is, because I didn't have the terms to describe what I experienced. And until I looked deeper at their soul, I did not understand that lesson of what happened. But I just took the time and decided, let's have a look at this soul. Let's have a closer look beyond that. They're just trying to get rid of their business competition because they listed 10 other people in that video, talked about other people cleverly without saying their names. It wasn't just me that they said things about untrue things, but why are they doing that? They have insecurities. They have their own issues. That's why. What's more to this? What was more? Chameleon soul. They have an ability to be a chameleon. So people believe whatever they want them to believe. That's a soul signature type. Soul masking. That's a type that you can encounter of people being like that and having that ability. I'm like, this is interesting. I learned something new. Okay, good knowledge going forward. I do more homework. <laughs> that's the thing we're I mean and you and I we're always learning there's always something we're learning all the time do you feel that the more people raise their soul consciousness just by stepping into their own personal power they're able to see like the people who are like the chameleons and things like that they're able to rec to be able to recognize them where before you couldn't you would believe the story that was weaved in front of you but now as more and more people are stepping into themselves trusting themselves knowing there's so much more they're able to identify these people so you're not getting into these situ situations or knowing how to handle them going forward 
Yes, totally, completely. Because if I hadn't done that extra homework, I would have just missed the whole point of the lesson. Just thought, okay, well, this person is just petty. And they're just having their own agenda. But what's be what's beyond the surface of that? There's more because this person has energetic ability. They can even manipulate the astral plane and do things energetically on the astral plane. They have that ability as a frequency field, what they can do beyond just physicality. I discovered that because there was much more to it than just what they verbally said. Much, much more. I'm like, okay, what's driving this person? What are they doing with their ability? What is their ability? What is their power level? That's that's in the soul signature. That's in that frequency. And when I looked at that, I was able to see their soul density level of what level their density is at. It's a frequency. I could feel it. I'm like, this person is powerful. They have a lot of wisdom. They have a lot of good information, but they need to leave that tech stuff at the door. Leave it at the door. Then you are more helpful and useful to actually helping people instead of attacking your competitors. And that's the thing. Some people will, I don't know if it's called using people, but using people to get where they want to be. And that's a lot of the personal relationships. You're seeing that now. It's really coming to the surface and, and moving through this. I mean, I don't know about you, but for me, I'm seeing where people are, are losing, I mean, actual like marriages, jobs, friendships, all of that are kind of really changing as you're seeing the other aspects you maybe couldn't see before. Yeah, I, I'm noticing the same thing. Every friendship I have, every connection that I have, I assess it on the soul level beyond just what is what I think and feel. But what is beyond my thinking and feeling? What is on that soul capacity? What is in the energy field? And if I feel something, I will look inside my feelings and address my feelings. And if I need to take time out with somebody and just take a break, I will take a break and I will say, I'm taking a break. I'm taking time to work on myself. I'm taking time to work on my soul field to raise my vibration. So I feel balanced. I will acknowledge those feelings. And if that's what I need to work on and do, that's what I do to be integrated and balanced and grounded. Because without that, you have too many energies flying about. And you're like, what, what do I work on first? What do I need to do? You don't need to pick and choose. Just, just focus on grounding and balancing. Are you finding more people now? Because you've been doing this, all this, the energetic field and, and working with soul consciousness for a while now. Have you found that there's more people being interested in just understanding themselves at a soul level than what there was before? Is Has that increased? What is your, what, how, how are you seeing that? People want to work on themselves to be balanced and grounded. They don't want to be angry and imbalanced. They just want to be calm. They want to know what to focus on for themselves to be energetically balanced and grounded and not to be distracted by external things that try to stop us from working on ourselves whether that's something happening in the world, whether it's our internal relationships, dynamics, work, personal life, 
there's always something that challenges us to look at the soul perspective. How do we react? What's going on internally? What's going on externally? How you react is how consequences sometimes are created. What, you, what if you don't overreact? What if you don't respond in that first emotional feeling of how you feel? What if you step aside from it, think about it? If somebody's confronting you, if somebody's giving you something to do at work, like, mm, give me a bit of time to think about it. I'll, I'll respond to you. I need to think about it. I, I'll, I'll email you. I'll, I'll text you. Um, I'll give you a response very soon. Very neutral reply. Very neutral answer. I always think before I say something back. My first reaction is not going to be what I will respond with. That's what the soul consciousness learning has taught me. Think about it. Don't promise anything if you can't. Don't say anything you might regret. Think about it. Sometimes you, you need to respond with something. You've thought about it. You, you've created the response that you feel is good, and that's what you put out there. Sometimes you don't need to respond at all because things are out of context, and you think about it and like, I'm sorry, I cannot do this. It's I just can't do this. And that's it, and you walk away. It depends on what's happening in your reality. And I think that's really key to give yourself the opportunity to say, I really don't know how to respond to this right now. I'm just going to walk away. I'll get back to you. Give yourself the option to step away, to look at your perspective. Give yourself time for that per new perspective. And I think, and I don't know about you, but as I've been moving through this whole journey, it has been so freeing to be able to say, you know what, I'm going to take a minute to get back to you. I'll take a little time to get back to you. And it gives me that freedom to really, really, really look at how I want to respond, how I want to do things going forward. And I, and I think before I used to feel like I needed to give an, an explanation right away, like right away. Is that mm -hmm. what you're finding too? Yeah, I'm the type of, I really want to think about how I will react to things, how, how I will respond to something, because what is the life lessons that I'm learning on a deeper level of my soul frequency energy evolution? I look at it, I'm evolving as a soul being. I have a lot of energy frequency that I'm working with, and just how can I balance that in the healthiest, most appropriate way that I can? So it is balanced, actually, and not, I just don't like leaving things where my energy is not taken care of. And I've, I've had a lot of, honestly, I've had a lot of emotions. I've been assessing things where my life is going, how things are, should be. And I, I look at every path that's in front of me of those emotions, and I'm like, this is how that should be like this. Address it from an energy field. I look at it. I examine it. I sit with it. And then I've made my decision after I've thought about it, how I should handle this, how I should do this. Because there's many things I'm looking at. But I don't let that overwhelm me because I don't need to. 
I think that's very key because there's a lot of people that are honestly pretty overwhelmed with a lot of things going on in life. And for you saying to just take one thing at a time and do that to when you're feeling that overwhelmingness, you're looking at what else is in front of you is what I'm understanding from you. And yes. that I just, I'm just, I'm excited for people about of us stepping into our soul consciousness and, and, and having that balance brought back into our lives. And for you, as you were moving through this, was there a major shift in there where you really started working on your consciousness versus just connecting to other aspects? And has it shifted in the last, maybe even in the last year or so, has it shifted again? It shifts on a weekly basis, really. How do I say something? How do I respond? How do I interact on an energy field with myself and others? I'm very careful and I am very concise and I think about it more than before. I slow down and I I look at things I look at things from 360 degree viewpoint, visual. You can say it's holographic projection where you just visually look at everything and see it from a bigger broader perspective and then bring it in, zoom it in and see it from a smaller perspective. You see the big picture, you see the little picture, and then you see everything together. That's how I look at things now. So I don't miss anything important or crucial to me. Because often in life, I would use, I used to miss things, miss, miss something that I didn't pay attention to, because I wasn't using my soul consciousness connection to see things from every angle that I can to decide on something to help myself. Now I do that practice every week. Nice. And I think that's something important for people to realize. So we're always evolving. It's not like I'm going for this goal and now I'm going to hit my soul consciousness and I'm all good and I have nothing more to learn and to understand where you're saying every week you're shifting, you're shifting, you're moving and you're understanding so much more every week. And I think for all of us to kind of look at this is an exciting time to see what else we can learn about ourselves and the world and our souls as a collective soul. Have you found as the, because they, and I don't know what, I'm trying to formulate the question here, but as a collective, our collective souls, have you found, like, have you tapped into the feeling of how that collectiveness is doing as a whole? Well, when we work on our individual soul consciousness, it's balanced. You show an example to the other person, how you can balance and they show, they share it with somebody else. And that creates the balance. You you teach by example, you learn by example, by embodying your highest frequency of feeling good, of being positive, not letting negative things sit in the soul field, because then you have to go back and work on them anyways. <laughs> it can't be, it can't be ignored. I tried for like for those four days, I'm like, how do I handle this correctly, that it's balanced, that the soul field is balanced, because I looked at myself too. After I looked at that soul of that other person, I looked at myself, I'm like, how am I going to balance these scales? So I don't have negative frequency sitting in my soul field of resentment of the situation, 
I don't need to feel resented. I don't need to make it resentful. I can creatively balance the energy to a positive level and find something that's acceptable to me, how to address the situation. What's acceptable to me on a soul field? What am I feeling good with to do? You can do that keto and do nothing. You could do a partial keto and do something. As long as you come to a acceptance within yourself of what you want to do and how you do it in the most honorable way to your soul that you feel comfortable with your decision and i think that's that's very key and when you said you have to do what's best for you not someone else not what works for them and and you have to do what feels right for you and to not bury things down i think that's so key is uh, for me i'm finding i can't just bury them down i used to bury them down and it worked out okay you know it kept me going for a while but i'm feeling like now at this point of our evolution and our soul consciousness I don't feel we can leave it down there. We just, if it happens, examine it, look at it and start moving on. Is that more of what you're seeing too? Well, before I could move on, I needed to work through it Mm -hmm. so I can move on in a very healthy way. Once I found a reasonable solution that worked for me, but the last thing that happened, and sometimes it's easier to move on because there's nothing really to figure out except to say, it's okay. That happened. That's not a big thing. Don't need to respond to it. You deal with your feelings and you move on. But this I needed to respond to, but in a very healthy, balanced way. And it took me a week to figure it out. It took me an article to write to to work with that energy. And it took me a learning teaching video to do that I worked on for four hours to, to understand the dynamics of how I wanted this to come to a good, healthy, peaceful resolution for myself. I think that's important for people to realize it takes some time to move through some of this, not to, I have to have it done in an hour or I need to respond within, you know, by the end of the week or something, give yourself whatever time you need and not by anyone else's time scale. Yeah. And this, what happened was not a direct response that I even needed to respond back to that person to address them. It was just my side of the response in a teaching learning lesson. I always think to myself, what have I learned from this? What have I taught myself from this? And what I learned is look at the soul signatures, just learn, look, feel into it to understand yourself and the person you're connecting to on that soul level. And I think that's important to look at what you're learning from it, what what you can understand from the other person too, because mm-hmm. everyone's learning. Everyone's learning at a different level. And as as you have learned through this and you've connected with those on the other side, we're getting information there. Have those messages shifted that you're receiving from like that source energy about what our souls are going through? Has that shifted? Has it has the messages changed a little bit as to what to, to work on? Yeah, the message I always get from source creators, do your best. Work with your soul energy to be at your highest integrity, highest positive field that you can be in. Don't respond with immediate negativity 
or think bad things. You can be very creative in a good way in how you respond without being creating a bad situation in your response. There's a way to be good and not respond to the same thing in a bad manner. To be create, to be clever, to be creative, use your abilities to actually make a difference. Wow. That's that's what Source Creator showed me. Be creative. Be I good like in your own way and how you respond. Don't be devious. Don't don't undermine anybody, but use your creativity and your ability to communicate and respond in I like, your own way. I like that. And and just being able to do it your way and what works for you. And I like the idea you keep saying, be creative in your response. And I think that's so key that when you're looking at it with that a different soul consciousness, that new perspective, you can give a more creative response than you would have just emotionally before. Do you feel I'm, that the emotion part of, of our evolution is a big chunk of it with the soul consciousness? Yes. Yes, I do. In, in this, what I learned from this example is not to respond emotionally. I actually sat down, talked to source creator and listened to source creator's advice to respond with creativity and with goodness. That was the advice I got from source creator. It was a conversation back and forth. I'm like, how do I, how do I create my own response that I feel good with? And things are honest, authentic, honorable on my end of it. And I, the message is, don't be devious. Don't be underhanded. Don't respond from the victim, whiny victim perspective. Respond from a creative, good perspective where you still have self-respect for yourself. I think that's super important, having the self-respect for yourself, knowing that you did it with the utmost integrity and you feel like I've done everything I can to represent myself. And now however people view it is how they view it. And I think people to look at themselves when they're facing difficult situations and testing situations on you to go, how am I going to do this? to have the utmost integrity in myself. And you're never going to convince other people their opinions of you. And I think that's, is that something also with the soul consciousness is not worrying about what other people think of you? Exactly. Um, honestly, I cannot control what people will think about me in the responses that I gave. All I could do was, take care of my own actions and my own responses. Everybody has a different soul frequency that is unique to them and how they respond to things. I respect that uniqueness. However you think is how you think, but there are polarities of energy fields. And how do you balance these polarities so that you are in your balance, in your good soul frequency? Looking within, I examined mine and I'm like, whoa, no, no, no. This is so imbalanced. I can honestly say I was imbalanced. And that did not feel good to me. I'm like, I want to work on this. I want to address this. Obviously, I could not use the full Aikido 
in this particular um, experience. I'll call it an experience because it was one. And it repeated itself. So I'm like, if I can't use full keto and just ignore it and let it go and release, what can I do to make it right and address it? And that's what I worked through for four days. And I found a good finish to this and a good response that I feel very good with. And it's complete now. And I think that's important for people to, to kind of self-evaluate. Does it warrant my response to something when someone's saying things about you? Or does it not warrant a response? And if it does warrant a response, what should your response be that really is the best for you and feels good for you and holds your integrity? Because, like I said, as you see things going forward, do you see the energy as a whole? Is it still kind of wonky out there? What's your thoughts and feelings on that? It really depends on how we look at situations, how we respond energetically and physically. And if we choose to stand up in our own freedom and sovereignty and free will choice, to respect our own free will choices, to make good choices, and to keep our sovereignty, I think things will go well for us in the future. Like, respect yourself and free will. You do, all of us have free will choice to make choices. How we make them is up to us, but is remember your freedom. Never forget your freedom. I think that's super important for people to realize you do have the freedom within you. The freedom is there as long as you realize it's there. And I think that's part of that soul consciousness that's rising so quickly. Mm -hmm. People are realizing they have their own freedom within them and they can make the choices that serve them and versus serving others for so long that I think that's been something. And what's your thought on the serving others versus serving self? There's service to others and helping others. There's service to self and helping yourself when you need to. You do both. You balance both. So you are balanced and helping others, balanced and helping yourself, balanced and helping animals and pets. It's not just us humans on this planet. There's also Mother Nature helping Mother Nature to be in balance. It's a cycle of of balancing, doing your work, your energy work, your healing work, your thought consciousness work. You're all you're balancing that as a whole in parts, but as a whole, because it comes back together as a whole. It's all interconnected. Life is so interconnected. And I love that you said everything's interconnected. What other consciousnesses that are there that are around us that maybe you've tapped into that are also doing this evolutionary moving up? Animal consciousness, planetary consciousness, extraterrestrial consciousnesses that work with us, our higher selves, our spirit guides, the archangels, source creator, creation. Creation itself is working with us. Manifestation is working with us. Energy of the whole universe is working with us. And I think that some people, I think a lot of people just don't understand how much is moving up at this level, how much of the soul consciousness 
our of of everything around us is moving and a lot of people think it's just us and from what you're saying and what i've felt too is everything is moving everything is out there it's for me i feel it's an, such an exciting time to be alive such an exciting time to experience this 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 rising and this freedom within all of us and all of us in so many different realms have have you felt the change in other realms have like you you connect into other realms have you felt the shift in them with their consciousness also I've, I've felt, I've seen a lot of interesting creation happening in the other realms. When somebody passes on, they have the ability to create a frequency in a realm and exist. They can create a home energetically, they can create a garden, and they can heal what they were missing out on in 3D. Because you can energetically create things in 5D, 6D, 7D. Nice. I've seen that. Folks who have passed on the other side, creating living environments, or they're just healing, or they're just energy connecting to the universe. And I think, and I've seen some of that too, and it's it's so fun to see what's happening on the other side and how much everything's moving. And for people to understand, there's so much more than just this that we normally see every day so much more that's here and i think for you that's something you really enjoy tapping into all of the other aspects out there yeah and i work with i work with my intuitive abilities but i also work with pendulums i work with tarot cards i work with crystals i i i love to work with many different tools of creation and manifestation. I work with words as well to create, to manifest. Um, I think there's a lot of different great options to work with on a soul consciousness level. You yourself and all the other beautiful things around you. So would you encourage people, whatever you're drawn to, to just start working with those other tools because that's automatically helping you to raise your soul consciousness yes as long as you feel comfortable with it and it's safe for you then definitely I've tried so many different modalities I've tried Akashic Records I've tried tarot I've tried crystals I've tried pendulums I've tried just me myself as the soul consciousness too to tap into uh, from a soul field I like to play an experiment. For me, I feel safe trying new things, as long as I feel comfortable with it and safe. And that's, I think, so important. I mean, you've talked, we've talked about like intuitiveness and you do remote viewing and things like that. That's also another tool in that toolbox to tap into aspects on your soul, things that are going on. For me, I feel, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like, the more we learn, the more we just try to explore, the more we expand our soul. What's your thought on that? I completely agree with that. I constantly learn. I People will recommend me books. People recommend me wisdom shows. I might fully look through it or I might skim through it and intuitively pick up on things that are of importance. And if somebody asks me, did you watch that whole show? Did you read that? all of that book, I might say, 
I skimmed through it and I intuitively picked up on the aspects and portions that are of importance to me and vibrate on a soul level. And people will ask me, what was that? And I'll I'll tell them because I honestly did skim through the book intuitively or the show. Uh, and I picked out the most important things that matter that I really need to know about just because I didn't read the whole book. That's okay. I got the info anyways, intuitively from it. And that's a new form of style of learning. I like that. And especially when people are so busy, because they're honestly, there's sometimes you have everything's going on to just skim through use your intuition where do you think you need to stop where do you need to stop the video where do you need to stop paging through the book use your intuition and get what you need out of it and and be happy with that and and know i i've used that myself it's a great way to do it because you you just can't read it all but and you don't have the time to do all of it but if you have the time for some of it you're going to get exactly what you need your soul is drawing you to exactly what you need and i think it's such a great I, uh, it's like magic to me. <laughs> I feel the same. It is magic. It is energy. It's a, it's a divine frequency. Absolutely. So much fun. So I just want to, I'm just trying to go through a few things. If we missed anything and if there's anything else you want to cover here, is there anything you would like to cover on here? Yeah. Just be your authentic self, honor yourself, love yourself, respect yourself, and don't let others bring you down. That's great advice for everyone. I fully agree with that. <laughs> and I just want to encourage everyone, please check out her, uh, Eliana's information on Star Traveler messages. Go to her website, Awakening Cosmic Reality Show on YouTube. And then some of the products and services she has to offer. I went through a few of them. There's a lot out there. So I'm going to give you a, a little rundown. You can learn about your star origins, counseling, life coaching, energy healing, psychic surgery, medical intuitive consultations, DNA and health infusions, Reiki healing, psychic and soul, galactic soul, Akashic and past life readings, soul and remote viewing memory reading reports, Anana time traveling reports. And those are ones I think you have just down there where people can check out. Um, um no, Oriana, that was a report I did for her. That's an example of what a soul report looks like. Awesome. So definitely check out those soul report just to see what it looks like. I'm sure it's so interesting for so many people. And you also have custom crystal grid designs, astral travel, hypnosis, channeling, and you have courses and workshops that include remote viewing, channeling, hypnosis, regression, past life readings, astral travel, soul retrieval, manifestation, higher self, and soul communication, crystal grids, wands, pendulums, magic manifestations. I like the magic stuff. <laughs> workshops, clothes, grids, meditations, puzzles, books and information on her star journeys dragon and star history so so much to check out make sure you take the time to check her information out and i just want to talk a little bit about our next guest that we'll be having on is paul smith he's part of the military stargate program and the remote viewing and he became a psychic spy in 1983 when he was recruited for the U.S. military Stargate remote viewing program. He ultimately became one of its longest serving members. And during his seven years on the Stargate program, he served as operational remote viewer, 
theory instructor and trainer, security officer and unit historian. He's a veteran of the Desert Storm and retired from the Army in 1997. And he founded the remote viewing training from basic through advanced levels. And you can, we're going to be going through what is remote viewing, how we got started, what was the Stargate program, all the people he met along the way. So for those of you who want to check out a little bit ahead of time, you can check him out on rviewer.com. So much information on his site. He's also on Facebook, YouTube, remote viewing, uh, remote perception 6223, uh, rviewer03. He's on Twitter, LinkedIn. So check him out, but go to his website rviewer.com and check it out there and I just want to say thank you so much Eliana for all of your information sharing this I think it's so helpful to so many people there's so many challenging situations that people are working through I can't thank you enough for helping with that yeah I I believe in honor integrity and respect and honesty to just be yourself being your authenticity to discover your soul and who you are as a soul being and live your life with beauty, love, and kindness. I love that. And coming from that true heart aspect is so important on all the soul consciousness levels, and that's helping everyone move forward. So thank you for your role in moving so many people forward on our next step of this journey. Thank you so much tonight. And thank you for all your beautiful questions and this lovely discussion. I enjoyed it very much. Oh, thank you. And thank you again. And I hope I'm thank everyone for listening with us. I can't wait for you to hear all of this. So much fun and so much great information. Thank you all and have an absolutely amazing day.